Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to CEO School. I'm your host, Sanira Madani, and today we are going to be doing part two of our CEO School retreat that we had in the fall. Last week, I held the most amazing business retreat where 40 CEOs that were million plus CEOs were in my home and in Orlando inside of our beautiful Hi Hello Labs studio. We had the most amazing two and a half days of just business intensives. I honestly need to change the name from a retreat to business intensive because there were like the fun retreat portions of it where we got to have just like an epic um, like just dinners and like happy hours and just like mindset stuff. But it was two days when the workshops were on. It was nine to five, back to back to back of business strategy, coaching, um, you know, scaling their businesses, l- like learning from speakers. And it was like two days of super business intensive. And that is what I'm doing for you today. So if you did not catch part one of this episode, I want you to pause and go back to part one because I broke down um, day one, day one recap, the sessions, and I literally went over on time. So I'm going to make this episode a little bit shorter for you. Um, but we had so much to cover on day one. And my goal for doing this episode was I was trying to bring like, how can I bring the lessons that I learned to all of you? So we went through and I gave all the lessons from day one. And now I'm going to deep like dive right into day two. So kicking us off again was Amanda Bible, who I talked about mindset and like super, super important that we're like starting our day with that. I'm not going to go into Amanda's background again, but it was literally another, um, we actually did what was EFT tapping this time. And like, if you have, if you've caught the episode with Amanda, she had me do the tapping like on the show and I cannot wait to incorporate the tapping. I mentioned on like the last episode as well that I don't just believe in the woo. I believe in the work. And I do think that when I can align my brain and my, like I do think that there's like a neuroscience behind when you are aligning your goals internally and then you take action, you are more likely to achieve your goals. So what I want everyone to take away on like for what I believe about like manifesting and visualization and goal setting and all of these awesome modalities is that one, like it's like I do believe it works, but it only works if you take the aligned action. Like that's the only way that it works. And so with EFT tapping, I learned like how to do this. And it, it literally stands for like emotional freedom techniques. And it's a type of um, intervention counseling. And so it, it like you use the pressure points kind of like acupuncture on like the back of your arms to tap. And it like clears up like the meridians and like helps like 
send this message and like clear up some of the stressors. And I kid you not, like after you're done, like you actually feel lighter and just more like you do feel the flow of energy differently. And it, it, and I, like, it makes sense. Like sometimes when I see some of this shit, I'm like, okay, that shit's like not for me. But then when I do it, I'm like, of course that makes sense. Like I tap my head all the time. Like if I have a headache, right? Like where do you, where are like your pressure points? And so Amanda taught us like some of these techniques that we can incorporate. Um, but the goal is to incorporate whatever techniques work for you, right? Whether like for mindset, but aligning it with action. And so the EFT exercises were so, so great. And um, it was it was phenomenal. And so we started our day again with a different kind of mindset um, training. And um, that's how we started. And it was like so important to like figure out, we like discuss like how we can incorporate, like what do actual CEO morning routines look like, right? And so it is important, like like my biggest lesson for like this workshop that I want to give all of you is that your routines matter. Like your habits create the actions um, of your day. And so like every single successful company and CEO has whatever the routine routine is, but having a consistent routine to drive you in the right mindset will create a much better like aligned action for your day. And whether that be, and I don't believe I'm not the 4am CEO, right? Like I have two kids. My like primary goal is to get my kids out of the house and at school on time so that I could start my work day. And so it looks different for every CEO. And I want to give you permission that you can have whatever routine, whatever that looks like for you, um, that's okay. But making sure you have a routine is the most important piece, right? Making sure that you take the time, whether it's when you arrive at your desk or your home office, or it's after the certain time, or it's the beginning of the time, or it's five minutes for like your peace and quiet right before everyone wakes up, it will change the game of how you operate day to day with the right routine. So if I had the one lesson to take away from all of the mindset workshops that we did is to get consistent with something that works and to not overload yourself, right? Like we could sit here and like scroll the internet for, you know, like the, the million like plus things that, you know, some of these women do for their morning routines and having like all the beverages and the lemon teas and the matchas and then you're, you know, getting a workout in and doing your meditation and doing your journal. Like it, it doesn't have to be that extensive, right? Five minutes is all I want you to commit and building up on those habits, right? So once you kind of locked that five minutes in place and it does become part of your innate like day to day, then you could say, okay, after I've gotten this like five minute solo time with my cup of coffee before the world's chaos begins in my morning, maybe I can do 20 more minutes and get, or 15 minutes and get like a movement in or five minutes to add stretching to my day, right? Then we add and we can build it, but it does not have to be this super long extensive thing. We can just have something simple, but being consistent is what is important and it does make a difference. And I can tell you that over the last 10 years of running companies, um, it keeps you sane, but it keeps you um, aligned to the actions that you need for the day to achieve that success of whatever you're visualizing, whatever the goals are, whatever you're manifesting, whatever you're journaling, it helps you get aligned with those actions. That's when the magic happens. All right. Um, also, we had Victoria Hajar. Shout out to Victoria. I'll be linking all of our speakers' informations um, inside of the show notes so you guys can like learn from them. Like this is like what I want to bring is knowledge to be shared. And Victoria is literally a uh, fractional CMO. So what she does is 
She's a chief marketing officer for multiple companies and she comes into organizations. She has like the most amazing background in marketing. She used to work for uh, private equity and like goes into companies to help scale their marketing strategies. But she is the founder of Ugly Ventures because business and marketing can be ugly, uh, but it doesn't have to be. And she's just like a highly respected, um, you know, marketing mentor. She is also our in-house CMO for CEO school for all of the women that are inside of our platform. So if you need another reason to join CEO school membership, you need to come into our membership uh, because we have office hours with all of these experts. Like you get actual office hours. You get to pick Victoria's brain on a monthly basis and you can sign up for her office hours and say, my funnel is broken. Can you take a look at my funnel for free? right? Um, my ad strategy, I'm like, I want to like scale my ads, but my Facebook ads aren't working. Can you take a look at the strategy or can you recommend some things that I'm doing wrong? Can you do an audit? Well, you can bring that to the office hours for free as included in our membership. So it is such value add that we give in our membership. So definitely, definitely come join us inside of CEO school. Um, it is a no brainer, but Victoria spends, um, her time as a fractional CMO. And she also, it is our highest attended office hours that we have inside of CEO school. So shout out to this woman who is brilliant. Um, and she helps female entrepreneurs fix their sales at sales and marketing strategies and build effective teams, um, and really to create seven figure marketing machines. And so her workshop was this amazing two hour intensive on um, lead generation and a strategic marketing funnel. So we deep dove into predictability in our businesses. And so marketing is like one component of the business, but we don't wanna just drive brand, right? You hear me talk a lot about having a brand that scales. What scales a brand is also the leads and the sales that come with it. But you have to have a very strategic marketing funnel in order to attract your ideal customer, but also drive them to every which stage of that customer journey. And so we talked a lot about predictability in our business. And if you're one of those founders, you're like, this is the thing I want to fix in my business. That's all of us, right? This is something we've always got to have our marketing hat on and we've got to be continuously optimizing. So we went through strategic of like tactical side of the funnel, the strategic side of the funnel, each di like different campaigns, like through the different funnel experiences. And at the end of it, we went through the marketing flywheel um, and what are the different components of the marketing flywheel on what we have to do to drive traffic um, to us, engage that traffic, attract that traffic, um, delight that traffic, and then amplify that traffic. So we literally went through this amazing marketing flywheel. Uh, Victoria also did, just a quick for those that want deeper, like they're like, I need this, I need this, like can somebody help me with this? One, join the CEO School platform and our membership because Victoria also has done an extensive masterclass specifically on the marketing funnel. And that is all included also within your membership. So if you literally join today, you can go in right now, sign up for, for Victoria's office hours, but then also go watch all these masterclasses and specifically the one on the marketing funnel to get you started. Um, but it was two hours of extensive, ex like what are we doing with an, with an awareness, right? Ad strategy, SEO strategy, partnership strategy, um, social media, um, data limitations, attribution. We talked about like just 
the the alphabet soup of marketing is what I what I like to call it. But we learned from an expert. We got to share what has worked for different styles of businesses. So for those that are like, well, how does this apply to? Is this only for consumer brands? Is this for service based brands? It is for both product based and service based companies. And that is what I love about our retreats is that there is not one style of business just in the room. It is CEOs from different products, different services. We have service-based uh, companies, we have product-based companies, and coming together, we literally are able to split up groups in that way also, and you get to learn overall strategies, but then go and apply it and learn from other product-based entrepreneurs, other service-based entrepreneurs, etc. So that was the most amazing session with Victoria. Um, I also led a session on the CEO dashboard, right? And so for me, that was like probably that's something I do every single retreat um, because I think it is one of the most important workshops um, that I can teach. And it's all about getting the right, like what do you need as a CEO to succeed? Getting the right KPIs in place, the right scorecard and the right dashboard. Right now, you are operating from a place of not having enough data in your business or you have too much much data and not having the right key pieces of data. As a CEO, I walk into my office every Monday morning across my companies. I have my CEO dashboard. I get a report every single Monday that has the right KPIs zoomed out for me to drive effective decision making for my businesses for the week, period. And what goes onto that sheet is not like the, the deep dive analytics on your Shopify or the deep dive analytics on your social media or the deep dive analytics on sales leads. It is the zoomed out data set that you need as a CEO to drive the plane, right? So it's the data that I need to say, here's what's like, I know what's working well, but what's not working? What happened last week that I need to ensure that this goes from a red to a green this week and I can drive my team and decision making on on those uh, needle movers versus having to do a little bit of everything every week. So it drives how I operate my teams and also what my teams focus on to ensure that we are staying on track for our goals. And so a CEO dashboard is critical, 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 critical for every CEO to have. And it does not matter how small your company is or how large your company is or how many departments you have or how many companies you operate. This is a practice that is probably like one of like what I think is like our secrets to success at CEO school is getting the CEO dashboard in place. And, um, you know, Julie Rotuno, who's part of my CEO mastermind, um, she literally got up on stage and was like, she was part of our April retreat implemented the dashboard and shared, I cannot make this up. And she said that since I've implemented my, and I'm paraphrasing here, my CEO dashboard four months ago, we have hit 100% of our sales goals every single month. And I've not had to drive it. My team is driving it. And so this workshop is something that is like, I want you to be in the room to learn. I will try to do a masterclass around it. However, um, come to this, like come to the next retreat. December is your opportunity. I will be teaching this and you will be leaving with your CEO dashboard. To close us off, Laura Gallagher closed the day, who is my personal friend and executive coach. Um, she has led, you know, my company for the last two years as our internal organizational coach. And Laura is a, um, you know, a psychologist and who is, does organizational behavior. She comes from a background of working for companies like Disney and NASA was where her career um, really started. And 
one of the things that Laura ended us with just like on a high um, is the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about us as CEOs really gaining that confidence in ourselves and having that self-acceptance of where we are today as well. And so self-improvement is not, it's not exclusive with self acceptance and you know it's like this paradox theory of I could still accept myself today and say you know here I am as a CEO here are my goals and I'm at x amount in revenue and here's where my company's at and here's where I'm at and I could still accept that and be happy and uh, be joyful and enjoy the journey and that doesn't mean that I don't want to improve right and there's still self-improvement So you can still be self-accepting and want to improve at the same time. And those two do not have to be mutually um, exclusive. Those ideas can actually coexist. And that the opposite of self-acceptance is actually self-judgment. And we were all just in like, in like so many tears of like how we feel as women and the judgment that we do for ourselves and the comparison culture and the inner critic and and how we can identify and work with our inner critic because essentially she's still part of us. And so um, it was just such a like beautiful um, closing to really give our self-critic some space, accept ourselves for how far we've come, but also be okay with, with these goals that we have. And so much of society wants me to right now just be self-accepting and not self-improving. I'm hungry for the chase. I've built a billion dollar business, but guess what? I want to go do it again. And that's okay. I can be self-accepting and still know that I like, like I, I love building businesses. I enjoy the chase. I want to go build again. And that is okay too. And no matter what people say, no matter what judgments are there of like, yes, can I go, I can go retire, but that's not what I want to do. I'm 30, you know, five years old. I have still a lot of ambition in me to continually self-improve and to play at a different playing field. And I feel like we were able to have conversations like these where nobody around the table gets that, right? Our friends don't get that. Our families sometimes don't get it. Our spouses and our partners don't get it. That ambition that we have, that drive to want to not only improve, but to freaking achieve that next level, that super big, hairy goal to see yourself at the top of whatever you visualize, that that is okay to want to achieve as well. And in so many rooms, I feel like we're told that the self-acceptance portion, we're all working on the self-acceptance portion. That is super critical. A huge part of the journey is to enjoy it and to ensure that we're self-accepting and that we're not being overly critical and that we're enjoying um this experience that we're having and taking credit and celebrating and all these amazing things, but it doesn't, it it can still mutually coexist, right? And I want to give that permission. And that was what we left with at the end of the retreat is that permission to coexist, to be fucking audacious and ambitious and to want to go achieve things that no one's achieved, right? And that is why I do what I do. And that is why this container is literally the most magical place because these were women that are all here with amazing businesses, with tons of success, right? But they're ready to be at their next level. And it, and I want to make sure that you get invited to this room. And if you feel like you're not ready, then this is even more for you because I want you to get into the room where there are people that have already been there. Those are the rooms that I want to be in. I want to be in rooms where people have already been there so that I can go get that playbook, so that I can go achieve it a lot faster. And so that was the quick 
and dirty recap of the last two days of like the two and a half days of the CEO school retreat. And it was the most magical experience. And I just got off the phone with my team this morning and they were like, December retreat was supposed to look like this. Are we still doing it? I'm like, hell yes. Let's, let's bring these women. I want to give everybody an opportunity to be back at this table. It's going to be the exact same playbook because there was nothing that we could have done to like perfect it. We even had time to go into um, like smaller masterminds. Like it was literally perfection, perfection. And I am so proud of, of us and the CEO school team. So a huge shout out to the CEO school team. I hope you followed along on socials. If you didn't go check out the highlights on our pages. And I just want to give a big shout out to my team. We had seven of our team members and vendors that were here that all made this possible and we couldn't have done it without them. I'm going to be saying thank you to all of them. So check out every vendor that we used, every speaker that we had and check out the highlights. And I want you to get into the room. So this is your invite to come join us for this next, the final retreat of the year. You belong in the room and you have a seat at our table and I can't wait to see you there. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.